Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, sleep tight stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My guest today is Bishop Marvin Sapp. He's a multi-platinum gospel, gospel icon, songwriter, pastor, and executive producer of the new TV One original film, Never Would Have Made It, The Marvin Sapp Story. We'll also be discussing his 15th album, Substance, released in June, marked Marvin Sapp's seventh number one album debate. The album was released on his own label, Elevate. Entertainment, which is distributed through 30 Tigers. We'll talk about his move from his hometown of Grand Rapids, Michigan, to my home state, Fort Worth, <laughs> Texas. We're going to talk about that now. I'll tell you right now, it's a heat change, baby. It's a heat change. Oh, my God. <laughs> but most importantly, we'll talk about his family, faith. And sense of humor from a person who has delivered such incredible gospel songs like Never Would Have Made It and The Best of Me. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation Masterclass, the one and only Bishop Marvin Sapp. How are you doing, sir? I am great. I'm on top of rising higher. How are you doing? Well, great. Uh, let's 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 get to the big move first, okay? Because I've been up in Michigan like it's shaped like your hand, and then you moved out of my state. Now First of all, why did you move? And then we're going to talk about the elements. <laughs> well, you know, I, you know, honestly, you know, we can always use this. You know, people would say it's cliche, but honestly, I moved because it was it was God. It was, it yes, was a God timed move for me. And um, I needed change. And I didn't know how bad I needed change until I got here. Mm-hmm. Um, and strangely enough, uh, I waited till I was 52 years old to decide to pack my bags and move to another state mm-hmm. um, and took a church here to the church here. I burned the mortgage on the church in the city that I lived in, mm-hmm. had a successful church in Grand Rapids, Michigan, 500 plus members actively were worshiping with us every week and uh, moved down here to start from scratch in mm-hmm. essence. And I still have three uh, storage units of furniture in Michigan. And, you know, I just came here just to, Start over, start fresh. And it's it's been a great, great blessing to me. You you talked about how I left a state that was shaped like a hand, and I'm thinking about I moved to a state that's shaped like a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> 
it is amazingly hot in Texas, but um, it, it was good for me, and it has been good to me. Well, you know, I I, I love that because see, I, I was born and raised in Houston, and then people oh, wow. think because you're up in Dallas, Fort Worth is cooler. It's actually oh, hot. It's hotter in Dallas than it is in in Houston. It's more humid in Houston. Yes, it because, is. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's by the ocean, but mm-hmm. no, no. I mean, like we. This they said this summer has been unseasonable. Yes, um, we've averaged a hundred degrees and no rain for the last sixty plus days. Mm-hmm. Every day it's been a hundred plus degrees, and uh, this is something that I'm absolutely not used to. So I, I don't leave the house much. Right. I don't leave the house much. Right. And uh, but but you know I have a I have a great church in Fort Worth, Texas, and uh, the Chosen Vessel Church. And if you get a chance, come see us. Absolutely. Uh, Or you can watch us every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on any of our social media platforms. And and it's it's a great situation. It was a great move. Cool. I I always feel, uh, you know, because one of my my minutes of inspiration runs into your syndicated uh, platform that runs on national. So I always know, hey, that's my boy. Appreciate being a part of that powerful network. Our relationship goes back to Steve Harvey. And, uh, you know, when we used to play your music uh, in L.A., before anybody was allowed gospel, I remember you stopped us in the airport and said, thank you, Mr. Harvey. I appreciate those checks. (laughs) (laughs) Every time you play my song, all I hear is cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Absolutely, absolutely. But as you you grow as a talent, as you grow, it was like when I was watching the movie, and the movie I'm talking about is the the Marvin Sapp story that's going to be airing on TV One, a TV One original. You know, it was kind of like interesting because I I started seeing how our relationship was being played out by some of these. Of course, it didn't extend beyond for the movie, but our relationship has extended up beyond that because he's the only ghost gospel artist in the history of when we was doing the Neighborhood Awards. We did it for 60 years. Opened the show. You were the only gospel artist I ever asked to open the show. Yeah. And I, Steve Harvey and I sat down and thought about that, you know, because we always opened it. So I just think it was time. And it was in Las Vegas. It was sold out, 19,000 people out there. And it, it, was a, it, was a, it was a blessing. So you have a gift, sir. That We talk about that gift. Your, your, your wife who's passed away, we talk about her in the, in the movie a lot. We're going to talk about her more in a minute. Sometimes you ran away from that gift. And so many people in life run from gift or don't understand those gifts that God gives them. Talk about yours and the journey and how you try to make sure your children and people around them understand the value of gifts. Well, I think, you know, what people really need to understand is that where, where there is gift, there's major responsibility. And I think, you know, that the reason why people run away from their gifts is because of the simple fact that the responsibility that goes along with them can be weighty, can be heavy. And, you know, yeah, when you consider, you know, the responsibility of what you carry, uh, sometimes you just don't want that responsibility. So I understand why people run away from their gifts. I did. Mm-hmm. You know, as a child, I knew what what my calling was on my life, you know, mm-hmm. early, early, early on. Mm-hmm. Um, but even though I knew what my call was early on, I still was like, you know what, I don't want this because I looked at what other people have to go through with it. And I don't know if it's necessarily something that I wanted to be bothered with. Right. Um, but when you have a gift and when you have a call, no matter how hard you try to run from it, some strange reason it always catches up with you. And uh, you can give in easily or you can do like I did and give in the hard way. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, you're going to give in to it. Right. So, you know, I'm grateful that, you know, I've been able to embrace uh, what's on my life and not only just embrace what's on my life, but um, by the grace of God, be able to carry it 
and use it or rather parlay it into doing some amazing things. I mean, you know, um, I'm the first, as you already said a few moments ago, the first uh, male gospel artist um, to ever have a biopic of mm-hmm. his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, of course, the Clark sisters did it as a group. Mm-hmm. Um, years ago, they did, uh, it wasn't called a biopic, but it was a, a docu-series on, you know, James Cleveland, the yes, Bear sisters, and on and so forth. But to have a movie being done on your life, especially something that you didn't ask for, it kind of found you. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and to be able to share, you know, your ups and your downs and what you had to come through to get to where you are. Mm-hmm. It's just a major blessing. And I, I absolutely appreciate it. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. They never would have made it a film. There's an original film, the Marvin Sapp story, written and directed by syndicated a radio producer uh, and host, uh, Russ Paul, as well as... Yeah, Russ, yeah. He, was, he was a co-writer on the project. Right. I co-wrote on it. Russ mm-hmm. co-wrote on it. Mm-hmm. And a couple other fellas, we all came together and, and we just put our, our heads together and tried to make sure that... We gave people a story that was real, mm-hmm. uh, that was authentic, but most importantly, that was encouraging to let people know that, yeah, you know, everybody, no matter how successful they may seem to be to your natural eye, everybody has a story that they had to come through something right. to get to where they got to. And, and, and that coming through it is possible that mm-hmm. you don't have to remain where you are, but, but there is an end to whatever challenge you face. And then you had my good friend uh, on the show producing with your Phil Thorne. Was out there. Yeah, Phil. Me and Phil executive produced as well. And um, my relationship with Phil goes way back because yes, he, he was my record company executive mm-hmm. uh, for many, many years at RCA Inspiration. And honestly, he left RCA Inspiration around the same time I left uh, RCA Inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, my contract was up after 30 years. Wow. Amazingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the, uh, the Sony system and um, he just decided he wanted to move on and do some different things too but we remain friends he's my frat brother mm-hmm. uh, so that makes it easy for both of us K.A. side to the day we die fighting by well yeah and, you, 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 I, like I tell Phil sometimes these conversations be going good Bishop you know then you know want to start talking to a Q about them noobs you know what I'm saying and nephew Tommy all y'all Start huddling around, talking. I'm pretty on my left, so pretty on my right. <laughs> but, uh, but it's a blessing, man, to be able to to be able to you know share and right. and for people to you know be able to see and 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 allow them to have some you know insight into your life, so they get a clear understanding of who you are as a person. So I'm honored. I really am. I'm. I'm I'm honored and I want people to watch it on the 21st of August. I believe it's going to be a great blessing to them. And I believe Absolutely. Yeah. some of them are going to be challenged and encouraged to know, yeah, yeah, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. No matter how bad my child may be right now, there's mm-hmm. still an opportunity for a mm-hmm. turnaround. Mm-hmm. No matter how bad or uh, sick I am, there's still an opportunity for a turnaround. And to teach people to remain in faith in the midst of it all. I think that's what it's all about. It's really a beautiful movie. Um, you know, we're talking about Never Would Have Made It. It's, we will be premiering on the uh, TV One Network, the Marvin Sapp story. Um, I want to ask you this question. Is the movie a celebration of your overcoming the odds in your life or a tribute to your late wife? It, I think it's a little bit of both. It's, 
it's a celebration of me overcoming the odds of life and my children mm-hmm. overcoming some very, very challenging moments mm-hmm. and still being able to rise above them and succeed in spite of my kids. I'm so proud of them. My son uh, works for Amazon Web Services. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing very well, just got engaged mm-hmm. to a very lovely young lady. My daughter's in her master's program in psychology, um, just like her mom, uh, preparing to get her PsyD. Um, my uh, baby girl is finishing her dual bachelor's in psychology and biology uh, with the goal of going to medical school. You know, because of the trauma that they went through, they could have went a whole nother direction. Right. But because we taught them faith, because we taught them the importance of trusting God, even when you can't trace him, even though that's definitely, uh, uh, you know, a, a church colloquialism, uh, trusting God when you can't trace him. I believe that that's the reason why they get and still have been as successful and even moving forward in the levels of success that they they have been in. And I'm, I'm a proud dad because of that. Um, I know that I had them from 11 13 and 16 till now, but their mom instilled such foundational morals in them, you know, while she was here, it, 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 it speaks to who they are as young adults today. Absolutely. But also I did, I did want to pay homage to my wife. I mean, my late wife, Melinda, um, she was an amazing gift. Mm -hmm. She was an individual who in spite of, her short life and her struggle mm-hmm. that she had to deal with with her help, um, she did some magnificent things. Because it's a biopic, because we got 90 minutes, wasn't able to really put all the things in there that she did. But one of the things I wanted to make sure that everyone knew is, is that the only reason why they heard never would have made it is because <laughs> she pushed me to do it. Right. And, and that is an homage to her. That is me paying it forward and letting people know that the reason why they heard that song is because of that. But I mean, like Melinda, college professor in our city, uh, she was director of psychometry at a mental hospital. She was on the board of that same mental hospital, a foundation board at the same mental hospital, high rest uh, mental health uh, services. Mm-hmm. Um, she was executive pastor of my church. She was... Uh, had many different foundations and things that she was part of. And she was a community activist to the point that the Grand Rapids Symphony Orchestra named an award after her, the Dr. Melinda B. Sapp Legacy Award, that they give away every year mm-hmm. to uh, some deserving young person or deserving community activist in our community of Grand Rapids, Michigan. And to me, that's important because they've never done that before. And that's been done and named by the Grand Rapids Symphony Foundation. So, you know, it's more to her than just what she did musically. Uh, executive produced uh, Thirsty, the record. She right. executive produced Here I Am, the record. She actually did the video uh-huh. where she was executive producer and did all the editing and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, you know, I could go on and on and on about what she did do. Right. However, you know, I want everybody to know that this is this is me saying, you know, she was a great woman, and my kids need to see that. Right. They need to right. need and say thank you. their mother and, and even after you. she's gone. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. 
AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. You know, the the beauty of... um, Watching a, a, a biopic like this is that, you know, you can sing and you're a good looking guy. On a good day. So you got to get an actor in here. You got to get an actor in here that can hold yeah. some notes. You know, they can hold some notes, you know, the actor, you know. Yeah, and you yeah, brought yeah. in a good old friend, played a child on Steve Harvey's first sitcom way back in 1994 on ABC, me and the boys, Chaz Lamar Shepard. Yeah, man, Chaz is an amazing gift. He's an amazing singer, amazing actor. You know, for those people, everybody's like, well, he don't look like you. I, I didn't even care. Mm-hmm. I was like, he can sing. He can act. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we talked. We communicated. He tapped into the emotions, um, the things that I was dealing with. Uh, and plus, he's strong in his faith, too. I'm just thinking. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's a faith family man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm just honored, man, that when we contacted him and asked him to be a part of this, 
Uh, he said yes. And what's really amazing, a lot of people don't know, I met Chaz in the parking lot of West Angeles Church of God in Christ maybe 25 years ago. Right, okay. I know exactly what that is. On Crenshaw. On Crenshaw. And we were just talking. I was there preaching. Mm-hmm. And he in the parking lot and he had on some necklace and I liked it. And I told him, I said, man, it's hot. Da, 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 da. Uh-huh. And we went out and we talked and laughed. And uh, I went to see him one time when he was on Broadway. Right. He was in Harpo for, uh, you know, on the Broadway version of uh, Color Purple. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw him there and he's like, what are you doing here? And I was like, man, I just, I'm in town doing business. And they told me you're performing. And he's like, why didn't you contact somebody and get a ticket? I said, no, 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 no. I bought my ticket because That's I wanted how we to do enjoy it. everything that you were doing. So when when the opportunity came to, to be able to possibly work with him, I was like, absolutely, absolutely. He's, he's the perfect person. And he did an amazing job, an amazing job. The reason I just bring that up when I say, you know, that he's strong in his faith is that it's not something he had to find that emotion no. of find the rationale and it, it's natural uh, 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 and his approach to his life. And I'm not saying you got to go there and you have to have that, 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 that deeply immersed values of faith. But I'm just saying is that that's that what you saw on that movie and we'll see on this movie. That is Chaz Lamar Shepard for real. In every sense now, of the word. My only sense. thing, I'm going to just tell you all something about Bishop Sapp. One of the most entertaining, funny, naturally off stage, you see, he's laughing a little bit. He's showing me a little personality here because he preaches and he sings these amazing gospel songs at the Neighborhood Awards. I used to always have him on the front row. And Steve would ask for him to be on the front row because he has to laugh. I mean, he's one of those people who laugh. He give up the body when he laughs. He gives up the body. And if you're, in the, if, you're in the, if you're a comedian, that's what you want. You want somebody, you can see the laugh start up in the, in the, in the brow and go all the way down to his feet. And that's, you laugh for real, Bishop Sapp. Because I enjoy, I mean, like, you know, I enjoy, I mean, Steve has always been great to me. I mean, mm-hmm. when I say he's been great to me, I mean, like, anything musically I've ever had, Steve made sure everybody and his mama knew about it. I mean, he really has been, uh, I don't want to say it like this, but he has been like a real cheerleader mm-hmm. for me. And, you know, with all of my music. And always been transparent, having very, very serious conversations with me about his faith and, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I just... I'm appreciative, but I mean, I just, but I also feel like just because you're a preacher, you don't have to be stiff. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. got to be that dude mm-hmm. that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, don't have no sense of humor. It's, right. stuff is funny. it's just funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Crawford and that doggone, uh, I never get that day when LaBelle and uh, uh, David Mann was going back and forth. And that was in the, that was in the ladder. In the ladder. Y'all oh. almost had to carry me up out of there. <laughs> and, and then, of course, you know, you know, whenever I was on stage, they would always put me with with my girl. Cheryl Underwood. Underwood. <laughs> Cheryl would hit on me the whole time. And it would be the funniest thing uh, sit there and, and, and for us to just, you know, you know, the banter piece. So, I mean, like, you got to have a sense of humor in life. I yes, mean, sir. the Bible says laughter is like a medicine. So, mm-hmm. you know, the reason why I laugh like I laugh is because I believe that there's healing in it. So, I, I'm just grateful. Oh, and I, I love it. Dude, don't give. That was the only thing that was missing in the biopic. You really don't see that 
humorous side. But like you said, it's 90 minutes. All you can do is put so much in 90 minutes. But I'm just telling y'all, in real life, he's he's special because he lives life, he shows life, and he's an everyday guy. He walks in faith, but he also walks in the quality of what life brings to him to the table. And I'm talking about Bishop Marvin Sapp. His movie is going to be premiering on TV One August 21st. The Marvin Sapp story never would have made it. Now, Elevate 8. Entertainment. Yeah. Now, substance Ele- came out in June. You know, yeah. uh, what made it different, and what made it so unique? Substance. Well, substance is different just simply because it's on my own label. And yes, the reality is, is that being on a record label for thirty years, a, a major label, being on Sony for thirty years, um, is different because now you run it, you own it. Uh, it's your responsibility to take care of everything. Before. You know, the, the record company give you a budget. You take that budget. Um, you go in the studio or you go do a live record. And then after you get through doing that live record, you turn it in. Once you turn it in, that's it. You know, then mm-hmm. they tell you when you got to take pictures. They find the art person to do the album covers and all this kind of stuff. So it's real easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like that when you're the owner. <laughs> right, right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I had to do all of that myself. I had to make sure everything was done, mixing, mastering. Um, photo shoots, uh, find the art director, uh, uh, make sure all of the songs are uh, coded. Uh, it's just a whole bunch of things that go along with being an owner that I didn't have to do just being an artist. Um, but at the same token, the blessing of it is that gave me an opportunity to learn a whole other aspect, even though I knew it already, but to learn the whole different area of the business that I never had to do before. And it gave me an appreciation for those who work behind the scenes at the record company. Now. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, things that they do right. um, because it's, it's a lot of work, but it's exciting because uh, I'm my own master now. Right. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm not owned by anyone. You know, I, I take care of me. Right. And um, that's a great, great feeling, man. So substance is the first of hopefully many uh, on my own personal label. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my 15th record, man. Do you know that's a lot of music? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. That's a lot yes, of music. So, you know, um, I'm excited and, and looking forward to bigger, better, and greater. As we close out the interview, there's two things I want to bring up. I could always talk about fear on this show, overcoming fear. You know, people right. tend to stay at the same job, stay in the same relationship, fear of losing weight. Fear what their children might think of them, and you've in this interview you've talked about two things that fear could have stopped you. Okay, right. Fear could have stopped you from starting your own company, leaving the record label you've been over over thirty years, and fear could have stopped you from moving from Grand Rapids to Fort Worth, Texas. Those oh, are yeah. two prominent things in this interview. I want to remind people that they heard come out of this interview. Can you in in in, in Say, how were you able to overcome those dramatic moments in your life? And it was never seamless, but much thought and much faith was put into that process. So people who are listening and watching can use that same nuggets of information to mostly get them over the hump. Well, I think that that's what they need to understand. You said it. You said it properly. You said, you know, fear. It took faith. And, 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 and fear is literally the opposite of faith. Yes. You know, and, and, and I just had enough faith. I've been trusting God all these years and I pretty much know the, the pushing, the urging, um, uh, the voice, the unctioning of God. And once I made a decision 
to transition. And it took some time. Trust me, it, it didn't just, I didn't just wake up in the morning and say, you know, I'm moving to Texas. Right. No, it, <laughs> it took a few years. Mm-hmm. And, and because it was a struggle, because mm-hmm. I was thinking about, hear this, this is key. I was thinking about all that I was leaving. Yes. But I never thought about all that I was going to receive in the future. Wow. And see, that's why we stay stuck. Because we're so busy looking at what we have Mm -hmm. that we never think about what we could have. Wow. And uh, I'm doing better now than I was doing in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm happier now than I ever was in Michigan, mm-hmm. at least since the passing of my wife. Yes, sir. Um, and I mean, like, it was just, it was a great decision. The church in Grand Rapids is better now mm-hmm. because they have a new pastor mm-hmm. and they're moving forward. This church is better because they have a new pastor and they're moving forward. So it's just, man, all the way around, it was a leap of faith. And I came by myself. I didn't bring nobody with me. I, I, I literally moved like by myself. Um, and when I got here, I didn't know anybody. Uh, now, you know, we're growing, we're establishing relationships with people. Um, we were here six months and COVID hit. So then we was in the house by ourselves, just me and the three kids, um, because they were afraid they moved here and stayed with me for three, um, maybe six months before they all decided to venture back to, to the places that they, they were at. So, I mean, like, you know, you just got to, you got to, you got to jump. Absolutely. You got to jump. Absolutely. <laughs> He's Bishop Marvin Sapp. Uh, never would have made it. The best in me. Uh, it's his own uh, independent record label now. More importantly, August, that's a Sunday, 21st of this month. Never would have made it. The Marvin Sapp story. You got to watch it. You got to watch it because I learned. And also, it's it's a moment. It's, it's fine acting, but he appears in there. I'm not going to tell you how. But he drops in there dropping those nuggets. And I loved it because I came from the hood, a community just like him. And my family was the McDonald family. And somehow my mom, man, she just held it down like your mom. You know, it was all kind of activity that wasn't good around us. And we had, she had six daughters and two boys, including me. That was nine kids. So, but when we moved out of the neighborhood, the neighborhood seemed like it just collapsed. So I know what story you're telling about your mom. Her strength and respect can cause other people who are not on that path to stay there just long enough just to keep the, the evil out of the house. And that's what that's she it. did. And I, and I really appreciated the story you was able to tell about her. But more importantly, I appreciate you sharing your story August 21st on TV One, the Marvin Sapp story. Appreciate you, Bishop. Thanks, man. Thank you. We talk soon. All right, if you want to hear or see any of these interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. Keep winning. Keep winning.